Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Again, and happy Wednesday or whatever day you might be listening to this. I'm your host, author, and knitwear designer, Marie Green. And today we're talking about that elusive subject, time. There is never enough of it. And somehow we're meant to fit in all the things that we need to do and have to do. And then if we're lucky, maybe we'll have a few hours or a few minutes for the things we want to do. But like it or not, life will pass a lot faster than we think it will. So much faster than I want it to. So how do we make time for things that feel like luxuries when so much else in life feels a lot more important? I love efficiency. I love books about it. I love planners. I love timers. I love calendars. I love checklists. I love to figure out how to manage my time better, fit more into my schedule, and accomplish more in 24 hours than is probably humanly possible. In fact, I've sort of taken pride in that over the years. But at some point, trying to make it all fit starts to take its toll. Instead of freeing up my schedule so that I have more time for the things I want to do, I find myself filling every spare minute with more work instead of finally being so efficient that I can give myself the gift of creative time every day. I find that those sessions for unscheduled art or creative brainstorming are fewer and further between than ever before. So if trying to do more in less time isn't the answer, what is? How can we make time for the things that really fill us up when there just are not enough hours in the day? Well, I'm glad you asked. Today, I'm sharing five changes you can make to your daily routine so that you can make time for creativity. Because guess what? No one will gift you the time that you need. You have to give it to yourself. Number one, I think we have to start by talking about why creativity is important. Like, why does it matter? Our days will be filled with endless tasks, things that just have to be done and that may or may not be joyful. Like, let's be honest, there's a lot of not joyful things every day. There's work, there's chores, there are responsibilities, and all of those things add up. So it can be hard to make time for something frivolous like art or knitting or flower arranging or whatever it is that makes your heart happy. Because it's not a have to, right? No one will care if you don't make time for art today. But someone will notice if you don't show up for work. So yes, different aspects of our day carry different weight. But it's wrong to believe that creativity is frivolous. How can we show up as our best selves in all the other areas and relationships in our lives if we're constantly running on empty? Raise your hand if you're constantly running on empty. I hope I'm not alone in this. Not that I wish that on you, but it's nice to know when you're not alone. But I really feel like everything is just pulling at me from all sides. So maybe you can relate to that. Being everything to everyone else around you is exhausting. If you want to show up for others, you have to show up for yourself. And doing things that fill your own reservoir of joy are going to make an impact. 
We need opportunities to express the things that are bouncing around in our heads. We need space to process the things that are happening throughout the day. Art gives you a chance to do that. It helps you show up as the best and most complete whole version of yourself. If you feel frustrated, make art. If you feel hopeless, make art. If you feel burned out, make art. If you feel alone, make art. Anytime you need some support and you aren't finding it in other areas of your life, support yourself by making time for creativity. That is how you keep up the good fight. Art isn't just playtime. And if it were good for you, I mean, that's great. But really, art is so much more than that. It is expression. It's how we process what's going on. I am convinced that keeping your hands busy is the absolute best way to deal with stress, worry, and frustration. It's worth a half hour or an hour of your day to get creative because on the other side of that is the better version of yourself for everything and everyone else that's going to come after. Number two, the next change you can make is to say no to something that isn't a have to. If you're anything like me, it's probably kind of hard to say no to things. And in fact, that's been a lifelong struggle for me. To be totally honest, I end up putting my own goals and my own priorities on the back burner so that I can make space for all the things I think I should be doing for other people. And I am all about acts of service. Don't get me wrong. It's important. I like to show up for my friends and my family when they need me. I like to be involved in my community. This is all so important, but... And this is a big but. And there is a point where I say yes too often, and I bet you do too. And when we do, it means saying no to ourselves. Now, I'm not talking about saying no to something important or something that really matters. Like, I get it. Sometimes there's just a lot of very important demands. But I bet there are a lot of things you say yes to that are not actually a big deal. Like they could be done by anyone and they just happen to ask you because they know you'll say yes. It's kind of a curse. But those things are time consuming and they may just eat away at that one hour you had saved for yourself to work on something creative, something that fills you up and puts a spring in your step. When you say no to one thing, you are saying yes to something else. You may not even know what that something else is yet, but you're making space for it. If you can say no to just one new thing today, you may free up the space you need to sit down at your laptop and work on your poetry. Setting boundaries is important and your creativity deserves it. Number three, anything is better than nothing. Now, There are some scenarios where this is not true. Relationships, for example. The wrong relationship is not better than no relationship. But when we're talking about creativity specifically, any effort is better than no effort. And so often we will put the brakes on our own project because it's not measuring up or because we don't have enough time to, you know, give it all that it deserves, right? So we'll hold off until we do have time. And guess what? You will never have more time. You just won't. I've tested this theory myself unscientifically, but still, I have found that the time I think is out there waiting for me, it does not exist. 
That 20 minutes I have today to sit down and paint watercolor might be the only 20 minutes I'm going to get this whole week. And you know what? 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. If you're waiting for more time, I hate to break it to you. It's not going to happen. Grab that few minutes and do the thing. You will be glad you did. Number four, keep the promises you make to yourself. Now, this one is probably the thing I am the absolute worst at. So I'm including this as a reminder to myself as much as it is a reminder to you. If you promise yourself that you'll spend an hour playing the guitar this week, keep that promise. If you promise yourself that you're going to break out the new clay and play with it, keep that promise. I am someone who is so worried and obsessed about keeping my promises to other people. And yet somehow I am the absolute worst at keeping promises to myself because I know that if I don't go out on a walk today, no one else will know or care. I know that if I don't get out my watercolors today, no one else will know. No one else will care. And here's what I have to say about this to you and to myself. No one else will make this happen if you don't. If you want to write a novel, you're going to have to keep the promises to yourself to make time for writing. And there's just no other option. That's what it's going to take. When we keep the promises we make to ourselves, we get happier. We get to enjoy what it feels like to be on purpose in our own lives and to show up better for everyone else and for the promises we make to them. Better still, we get to do it with less resentment. Cheers, hip hip hooray for that, right? Less resentment because there's nothing worse than always showing up for everyone else and never showing up for yourself. Show up for yourself. You matter. Your joy matters. Your peace matters. Show up for you. Last but not least, put something on the calendar. And this comes with a part B, invite a friend. My Google Calendar is my BFF. Not really, but kind of. I tell my team that I live and die by that calendar. And in many ways, I kind of do. If it's not on the calendar, it does not exist in my life. So if I don't put creative time on the calendar, guess what? Not going to happen. It just won't. Look at your calendar. Find a spot and put it on there. I have been trying to make time for watercolor the last few weeks. In fact, I had this great idea that I was going to paint a little something every single day in January. Did I do that? No. But was it on my calendar? Also, no. I recently reconnected with an old friend who is an artist, like a trained artist, someone who has sold her art and had it displayed in public, like bona fide, like that kind of thing. We had lost touch a bit during the pandemic. And when we reconnected, I told her somewhat jokingly that I'd taken up watercolor. I figured she'd at least get a kick out of it. We talked about making space for art and how hard it is to make time for it and how fast the time gets away from us. And I suggested somewhat jokingly that we should get together for a painting day, but obviously one where she's blindfolded and can't look at what I'm doing because it would be super embarrassing. We both agreed it would be great, but we left our coffee date without putting anything on the calendar. And that was about two weeks ago. And I have still not painted a single thing since then. So we were chatting last night and I said, I'd still like to do a painting day as embarrassing as it would be. Like you definitely cannot look at what I'm doing, but I know we're both trying to make time for this and I think it would be good for us. And she agreed. And guess what we did? We put something on the calendar. 
So now I know that at least on this one day, I'm going to get my paints out and I'm going to embarrass myself in front of a friend and hopefully love every minute of it. And you know what? Who cares? She doesn't care that I have the painting skills of a kindergartner because she's also struggling to make time. And that's what this is all about. We are making time for ourselves and we're going to do it together as accountability partners. By bringing a buddy, we're creating some accountability and then we both get to make art. Put it on your calendar and invite a friend if that would help. Hey, guess what? In February 2024, I'm doing a podcast-a-thon. I just made it up, but I think it's a thing. I'll be releasing a new episode every single day throughout the month of February. There will be five episodes a week for free, plus two bonus episodes for premium subscribers. Even if you're hearing this later, those bonus episodes will still be there for you if you want to binge 29 days of Good Enough Creative back to back. We're celebrating this leap year in style. I'll be covering so many inspiring and motivating topics related to living your absolute best creative life. I hope you'll join me, tell your friends, and if you'd love to enjoy all 29 episodes in February plus bonus content throughout the year, become a premium subscriber like Lee, Joanna, Dana, and Caroline. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, my friend, you've got this. Thank you.